this is bookcareers.com live the podcast about careers in book publishing for people who are looking for a job building a career or who want to do their current job better i'm your host suzanne collier the founder of bookcareers.com and it's my job to solve career problems relating to the book world If you're looking for a job in book publishing, do check out the bookcareers.com website for all our services. There is bound to be something to help you through your current situation. We have a newcomers job club, a professionals coaching group, offer help with CVs, covering letters, applications and interviews, run a one day how to job search in book publishing course, as well as support people through redundancy or even wanting to career change out of book publishing. Visit bookcareers.com or book into our careers clinic via the website or my email as always is Suzanne at bookcareers.com. Welcome to episode 241 of bookcareers.com live. We're coming into Christmas and it's a tough time for many. Redundancy is a difficult subject to discuss at any time and no more than at this time of year. This week it's been announced that around 200 people at Taylor and Francis, part of Informa, have opted to take voluntary redundancy. A couple of months ago, the company announced they were looking to make approximately 200 jobs redundant and would start by offering voluntary redundancy. At least 200 people came forward, so thankfully it appears that whilst the workforce is reducing, no one is being forced to leave. But redundancy, whether it's voluntary or otherwise, is never easy. It's never ever easy when a company has to let staff go for whatever reason. And with redundancy at times, it can feel personal and you might think it's a slight on your career. However, redundancy is not personal. For an enforced redundancy, a company has to hold a consultation process and in some cases where there are several positions at risk and only one job remaining, an employee may find themselves in the unsatisfactory position of having to reapply for their own job. Whichever way the process goes, as it varies on company size, remember that you have not been made redundant, your job has been made redundant. And these are two very different things. People do not get made redundant, their jobs get made redundant. So please, if you're in a company who is sadly letting staff go, then make it clear that the job is being made redundant and not the person. And if you are subject to your job, being made redundant, then that is the vocabulary you should use when speaking about why your contract has ended. Take the personal side out of the job loss and understand that your job is being made redundant and not you. And that is why outplacement or to the layman redundancy counselling is so important and particularly for people within publishing. Because when your job is made redundant, very often it isn't a straight go and look for another job exactly the same. 
because if your job is being made redundant within your current employer, the chances are other employers have also made similar jobs redundant. So often you need professional guidance as to where your future career may lie. Why it is particularly important within publishing, unlike many other jobs, is because as creative people, somewhere within our job, we have given a huge part of ourselves to our job. It might be our expertise in editorial, whether it's our creative eye for design, our instinct for knowing our customers, our judgment on production and our ability to talk to anyone about the books we're working on. It is a personal and a creative thing. And it's, as others have said, it's like how the blood flows through your veins. I've often described publishing as a vocation and this remains true throughout our careers. And as creatives, When we leave a job behind, we leave part of us too. And I've seen this so many times with editors who find it particularly painful because they've commissioned books and they're seeing the authors they've found carry on in the same publisher without them and the books being published that they commissioned just the same but without them. And I've had many experiences of helping people through this. And sometimes the companies are so unsympathetic, they don't even send the original editor a free copy of the finished book after their job has been made redundant, which is awful because it was your baby, your idea. You found the author without your input and creativity, the book would never have happened. And all of this makes it extremely painful when your job has been made redundant. If you do find yourself in this position, here are some tips to help pick yourself back up. Whether you want it or not, redundancy is a huge shock. It is one of the 10 most stressful things you will experience in your life. It's compared with bereavement and divorce. And whilst there is very little stigma in losing your job through redundancy, it does not reduce the personal and emotional stress that losing your job and your regular income and your daily routine can bring. If you are at home all day, it's very easy to lapse into total despondency, particularly at this time of year when the days are just getting shorter. You know, you wake up and it's dark and by four o'clock it's dark too. Um, And you might find it difficult to get out of bed in the morning. You might not get dressed. You might just stay in your gym jams all day. Um, You might eat excessively or drink lots of alcohol, particularly this time of year when there's so much freely available and just sit and watch TV all day. It can also severely affect your relationship with your partner, especially if 
they still have a job to go to and whilst they might be taking two or three weeks off over Christmas come the new year and they go back to work and you have no job that is extremely painful to experience no matter what day of the year it is it is very important to maintain a daily routine and to try and get rid of any aggression and emotion but not take things out on the people around you. One of the best ways to deal with the aggression and any emotional feelings is to go for a run or a walk or do some exercise. I know this is particularly hard in the current weather in the UK, but if you search on YouTube, there are loads of walk at home videos and exercise videos you can access for free. And this is really important because exercise releases the natural endorphins in your body. It will also help raise your mood. It's so easy to feel despondent, useless and unloved. But a simple activity like taking exercise as well as putting yourself first can change all of that. If you're exercising alone, it will also give you some time to think, time to plan and could invigorate you into action. If you can get out of the house every day, even if it's just for a short walk, particularly during daylight hours. If you can experience natural daylight during normal hours, this will help promote restful sleep. And if it isn't too cold, go for a walk because the less you use your body, the less your body will want to do. One thing I always recommend to people who are not in work is to keep your alarm set for the same time as if you were in work because that way it will help you readjust quite quickly when you go back into a new job and you will go back into a new job. Now it's going to be a huge long gap I think this year because I've seen so many people say that they're finishing work on the 15th of December but where you can keep in touch with people who are still working and remember that if they're interested in jobs, they may not have all day to chat on the phone. It's a good time to make contact with people within the industry and tell them you're looking for work. And make sure that if you no longer see things like the bookseller, that someone can arrange for you to be kept up to date with some of the publishing news. I mean, it's quite easy now just to sign up for the free newsletters from the bookseller and book bunch and read the headlines. And then if you want to delve further to ask a friend within the trade if they can help you out with particular articles. And um, one of the things I always recommend is to try and spread the calls from so that you're not doing, say, four contacts on the same day, but spreading them out because that will help you to plan your day and to keep you motivated and follow up from a call more effectively. Now, you need to understand that you will be feeling the whole range of emotions 
and this might be from total to despair to euphoria and some days will be better than others you'll particularly be feeling euphoria if it's a job you absolutely loathe and you're really thankful that you're not having to go back there and there's a good opportunity for you to do all the jobs at home that perhaps you had put off because you were always working too late or were too tired this gives you a great opportunity to progress some of those projects. But if it's your partner who has lost their job, giving them a list of all the household tasks to do every day might seem like a good idea for you. But it can easily exasperate your personal self-doubt. Just offer them instead comfort and reassurance. Now, if you feel you've been treated unfairly and need some legal advice about your situation, but are not a member of the National Union and Journalists or other union, then you should contact your local Citizens Advice Bureau. The Citizens Advice Bureau will also help you reschedule debts if you have to register as unemployed. If you've been working in book publishing for a year or more or in the book trade as we call it, whether it's from a bookseller, book distributor, book wholesaler, literary festival, literary agent, journal publisher, then BTBS, the book trade charity, can also help and they can advise you if you're eligible for a retraining grant, provide career support or other financial assistance. As to the future and finding your new job, take time to reassess what it is that you really want to do. Now, redundancy is often a time when people think about going freelance, but you have to bear in mind that there are still quite a few freelancers who don't make a fortune from doing this. Most just earn enough to keep their heads above water. If you can, think about the things you enjoyed in your last job and about your likes and dislikes. Did you like working in a team or do you prefer working on your own? Do you like sitting at a desk? Are you looking for a hybrid job where perhaps you're in the office two or three days, working at home two or three days, or are you looking for something fully remote? Do you like being in a corporate environment or do you prefer to be in an informal workplace? And think about what you want to do in a new job, the same or something different. Now, had you not been made, had your job not been made redundant, I almost fell into that tra trap, didn't I? Had your job not been made redundant, what was your career plan? Where did you want to be in five years' time and how were you going to get there? And why should this temporary blip make your career plan any different? You might have to diversify for a while, but any experience that you gain, whether in or out of publishing, is valuable for your future career. And what better way to apply for a vacancy that advertises must work well under pressure and adapt to change than by demonstrating that you have dealt with the personal pressures of change. 
If you are stuck and if you've lost your job, whether it's through redundancy of choice, redundancy that's enforced or any other way, then please do book into the Careers Clinic on the bookcareers.com website. Just go to the website and click the link that says book a call. Now, this is likely to be the last episode of Book Careers Live before 2024. I did have some fun Christmas episodes planned and this is not really the episode I wanted to finish the year on. But I am so far behind with my writing deadline. I feel it is best if we pause the podcast until the new year. So please forgive me for this. I'd like to take this opportunity to wish you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy Hanukkah if you celebrate and a very happy 2024. May Santa bring you a job you love and the salary that you so richly deserve. Now it is your opportunity to join in the live discussion. You can find us across social media using the hashtag BookCareers or on Twitter at BookCareers or me personally, Suzanne Collier. Or visit our own platform at bookcareers.com slash live. Thank you for listening. May you all be doing a job you love and being paid the salary that you so richly deserve. Bye.